When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Learn to trade stocks successfully. Learn to profit consistently. I'm Ryan Mallory, and on my weekly podcast, I'm going to teach you the ins and outs of a complex, ever-changing stock market. You will learn to trade better, trade smarter, and profit bigger. Now, let's go trade. Hey, everybody. This is Ryan Mallory for SharePlanner.com, and I'm doing a New podcast here for you, and we're going to be talking about indicators and what role do they play in your trading strategy? And should they play a strategy at all? Do the most successful traders, what indicator do they use? Is there a holy grail indicator that will allow us to find consistent, reliable, and constant success in the stock market? And and when we're looking for indicators to incorporate into our trading strategy, what is it exactly that we should be looking for? And so in this podcast, I want to address all those with you and try to make my opinion and how I incorporate them into my swing trading as clearly understandable as possible. So let's get right into it then. What are indicators? And if you really boil it down, indicators all come down to price and volume, at least on the technical side of things. I know on the fundamental, people can like chart out earnings per share. They can chart out PE ratios, but we're talking about technical analysis. That's that's what I do primarily. I really don't care about the, the PE ratios or the book value ratios of the stocks I trade. It's important if you're a fundamental investor or a trader, but if you're a swing trader that focuses primarily on technicals or a day trader, that is not something that you really take much into consideration. So let's stick with the technicals. And so your technical indicators, they are all going to be a subset of price and volume. They're a derivative of price and volume. And so don't don't get hung up on indicators as being the the telltale sign of whether or not you should buy, sell, short, cover stock. I don't let them do that. They play a very minimal role in my trading. My primary goal is to look at price and volume. That is what I care about the most. I do not care about what the indicators say. Sometimes I'll glance at them and I'll try to get a gauge on the health of stocks. So for instance, I, I do keep stochastics on my on my charts and I really don't use them that much. But I've had it there for, goodness, 10, 15 years and I've, I've con- kept it on there simply because it just kind of gives me a sense of the euphoria behind the stock. I mean, if I'm getting like a stochastics reading of 98 or 99, I'm like, uh, might be time for a little bit of a pullback. But if it's over 80, that doesn't bother me at all, especially if it has a history of trending above 80 and it doesn't really get too bogged down. But a lot of people will tell you about stochastics. Oh, 80 is overbought, below 20 is oversold. Yeah, that doesn't matter. It really doesn't. Stocks can stay below 20 far longer than you would ever expect and they can the stochastics on stocks can stay above 80 far longer than you would expect. It just does not matter that 
that it reaches overbought or oversold levels. It depends on the, the momentum of the stock, the volume, uh, you know, and corp- incorporated with the price action. So if you have volume and price action continuing to push the stock higher, I care less what the stochastics say. So while I'll glance at the stochastics, I really don't pay much attention to it. And if the market's like over a 90 stochastics, I could care less if the stock that I'm getting ready to trade is over a 90 stochastics. But when it gets to like 98, 99, you start to think, okay, and if I see that the price is extremely stretched, there's probably not going to be a trade opportunity there at that point. But that doesn't mean I go shorting it either. It just, I move on to the next trade. So indicators, they're all a part of price and volume. They're a subset, derivative of that. And so the better that you get with just reading price and volume outright, the better of a job that you're going to be, or a better trader that you're going to become um, and less reliant on on the indicators. So the better you are with price and volume, the less reliant you will be on indicators. It's simple as that. I mean, I, I really don't use them that much. Now, I am a top-down trader. So I take into strong consideration the action over the of the overall market before I actually get into a trade. And if the market's bad, I'm not really looking to get long. And if it's really good, I'll look to, to add more exposure to my portfolio. So one of the things that I like to do is try to get a, a feel on any divergences that might be happening in the market with the stocks that are lying that represent the market. So my favorite one is the T2108. And what the T2108 does is it measures the percentage of stocks that are trading above their 40-day moving average. The reason why I like this is because it'll help me to know what is driving the market up. Are all the stocks really pushing this market up, or is it just like a select few like Apple, Facebook, Google, Amazon, Netflix? Or is it a broad-based rally? And so sometimes when I see the stock market, and we saw this back in January of 2018 here, so just a few months ago, where the market was rallying higher and it was rallying really fast, but the T2108 was really diverging to the downside. And eventually we saw the big sell-off that happened towards the end of that month and into the beginning of February. And that's that's what you're looking for. That's what you want to make sure that you're not on the wrong, wrong end of that market. And so when those kinds of big sellers happen in the T2108, that's actually a pretty good example of a way to, to see that because it was diverging very strongly against the market when the market kept climbing higher and was just rallying day after day. The T2108 indicator showed that the percentage of stocks trading above their 40-day moving average wasn't increasing as well. That's another indicator that I use. You can look at the VIX index, and that's more of an index versus an indicator, but still you can get a good reading on volatility in the market. You can use, and I do encourage you to use some indicators, but it takes me on to my next point, and that is the indicators should be a complement to your trading strategy. So as a top-down trader, things like the T2108 is going to give me a good feel for the market. It'll help me to understand the underlying conditions that are driving the market. Are stocks participating? Are they not? Is it really just a handful of stocks that are driving the market higher? And that does happen a lot, especially with the Dow. The Dow is so manipulated by the larger price stocks or the higher price stocks that a move in Boeing or a move in a stock that's over $200 a share like Goldman Sachs can really carry, especially during the earnings season, if they 
move up four or five percent that can really lift the dow even if 20 of the stocks are trading lower that day out of the 30 that are represented in the, the dow jones industrial average so yes the big stocks can do that so if you're looking at the s p 500 you might see that some of the bigger uh, market cap stocks are really the ones that are pushing the the stocks higher like apple and google or facebook and a lot of the smaller cap stocks are in the s p 500 are really lagging and so it may not be uncommon for 300 out of the 500 stocks on the S&P 500, 500 to be trading lower. And so like with the T2108, that is the same thing. It helps you to see, is this a broad-based rally? Are the stocks participating in it? And as a result, that complements my top-down trading strategy that I incorporate into my everyday decision-making. And and that's what they have to do. They have to back you up. They have to incorporate to complement your trading strategy. They shouldn't take your trading strategy in a new direction. Another indicator that that can be of good use is the Bollinger Bands. And what they do is that they, they provide you some standard deviations on overall price action. So if this, the, you basically get these bands on each side of the 20-day moving average. And if you want two standard deviations, which is the common setting for Bollinger Bands, and if you start seeing price moving two standard deviations outside of the 20-day moving average, there's a good chance that you may see a retraction there, particularly if you look at the price history of the Bollinger Bands and you can tell where there have been repeated retractions or pullbacks every time that event takes place. And another, if you want to, you could even go three standard deviations. It's just really, what is it that complements your trading strategy? And so sometimes I'll use the Bollinger Bands. I've, I've used them less over the years because I trust myself more with price and volume um, as I can continue to trade price and volume. I consider myself pretty good with that since I've been doing it for ages now. But but nonetheless, I I, I truly believe that um, indicators can complement it. But the more that you become proficient in reading price and volume on the charts, the less dependent that you will be upon these indicators, specifically as they pertain to stock prices and stock action themselves and, and the trades that you're looking to take. The final question is, is there a holy grail stock for or an indicator? And for a lot of you guys, you know the, the answer to that. Of course, that's no. There's no indicator that's foolproof. If it was, everybody would be using it and then it would be rendered useless because everybody is using it. So there's no holy grail indicator. There's nothing that's going to make you great. I know, I don't know if they still have these or not, but I remember seeing them on television where you'd get these people selling you these programs where it says, buy when it says green and sell when it says when the red when the light says red and so for on the charts they would have this little like stoplight icon and and if it was showing you a green light you would go buy it and if it was a red light you would sell it right and and people really bought into that i think because i mean I, w- I would i would hear people tell me how they had tried the program and they failed miserably at it and then of course when they fail at it then the people are that are selling them that product, if they have to, to talk or interface with that person, they'll tell them, well, you weren't doing it right. You really need more time or you need to add more capital or you need to really take this additional course at you know X amount of dollars and, and then people jump right into it. But what, what they really should be telling you is that our indicator sucks. It's not going to help you. And uh, you just need to get better at reading price and volume. And and so don't don't fall for that either. I mean, there's there's training courses that can help you become a better trader. I have one coming out very shortly that I hope you guys uh, check out and give some consideration to. But what you don't want 
is to think that there is this indicator that's going to solve all your problems for you because they don't exist. It takes skill, it takes time, it takes experience, it takes training, and it, it takes just the desire to succeed, to pull yourself off of the ground every time you have a bad trade or a, or, or a mistake that you make in the stock market. You just got to keep getting back up and, and learn from those experiences and apply it to your next trade. That's going to be the best advice I can give you on the indicators. I know if you're listening to this and you're a new trader, you're probably hoping that I would give you a can't miss indicator, an indicator that's going to make you a better trader. But let me tell you, if I'm doing that, I'm doing you a huge disservice. I'm lying to you and that's not good. And you don't want somebody lying to you and I'm not going to. I want you to succeed. And I don't have successful traders that I've taught over all these years by just you know giving them convenient lies. I, I have to tell them the unpleasant truths. And in doing so, I have to make sure that they're not being steered in the wrong direction. And that's what I'm doing with this podcast episode here. I'm making sure that that you don't, go astray thinking that there's this indicator that you can find and it's going to make you a great trader because in the end, it's price and volume, buddy. I appreciate you guys listening. If you guys have any questions, always feel free to email me and I hope you guys have a, a great rest of the week. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast of Swing Trading with Ryan Mallory. I'd like to encourage you to join me in the Share Planner Splash Zone where I navigate the financial markets every day with traders from around the world. With your membership, you'll get a seven-day trial, access to my trading room, and text and email alerts. So go ahead and sign up by going to shareplanner.com backslash splash zone. That's www.shareplanner.com backslash splash zone. And follow me at SharePlanner on Twitter and on SharePlanner's Facebook page, where I provide unique market and trading ideas every day. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me, ryan at shareplanner.com, or call the office at 321-522-6733. All the best to you, and God bless you.